Welcome to the Craft Imperial Podcast, a weekly podcast about cigars, whiskey, and all the banter you could possibly want. You'll join your host, the Bourbon Cowboy, the Viking, as each week we get into different cigars, different whiskeys, budget, hard to find, unicorn, you name it. The rabbit holes we're going to go down, insights, opinions, conversation, new releases from Craft Impero, and anything else we can seem to let fall of our mouths that week. You guys enjoy this episode. Mahalo. All right, all right. Aloha, guys. Welcome back to the Craft Imperial Podcast. You are here with your host, the Viking. And the Bourbon Cowboy. And I can't be more excited for where we're at right now. Uh, things change just a little bit, but nevertheless, the excitement for the years of, of ink wearing and everything I've done, I finally made it to Crown Heads HQ. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, everyone knows I'm the guy running around with the, with the 17 and 14 Calaveras tattooed on him, and I and cannot be more excited to be here. Um, unfortunately, uh, PCA this year, we talked about it in the last episode, was a great time. Uh, I think it was a good turnout for PCA being what it is and how it's turning into, but unfortunately that COVID bug kind of ran a little rapid, and uh, Mr. Huber and what, seven other employees? Eight. Eight other, yeah, no one's here. Uh, Wes and Thaddeus are running their asses wild, but it's uh, this is amazing, man. Uh, it's a cool moment for me uh, to just come in here, uh, and kind of put faces to names on some of the guys, and uh, you know we got to walk in the warehouse and look at everything, and man, it's it's amazing, man. It really is. So on the podcast today, um, I'm really excited. We are smoking the 2022 Las Calaveras. This is the LC46. Um, this is the size that I purchased uh, from Lit Cigar Lounge. Um, and then we've got the sampler pack here as well. Um, on the cigar, first time, I think, since uh, 15 or 16, it's all Nicaraguan tobacco. Um, and it's set with a 99 Corojo wrapper. So uh, again, Pepin. Uh, um, so it's my father's tobacco, um, which I'm very excited about. I, I think it's probably gonna be one of the heaviest uh, crown heads yet, so yeah. Or I'm sorry, not, I shouldn't say crown heads, but um, a Calaveras series, I think, at least since original sixteen. Yeah, man, I think it looks beautiful. It's the um, I don't know if you guys have seen any pictures, but it's kind of a blue black um, gold. Um, yeah, but and it's then that. there's just a little red. Uh, ring, it's that um, it's that beautiful blue though, dude. Remember when we talked about when uh, the, the Bellicosa, uh, yeah, the lot, yes, yeah, yes, and it changed that blue. blue. This that's is more of a green blue. though. I I think that's more of a sea green. This is more, and it is blue, but of course there's different um, variations, right? But yeah, this is a little different. This is more, more of a powder blue. Yeah, yeah, I'm a. Uh, Anxiously excited about this, but what did uh, what did we pour to start with today? Well, one of our amazing and favorites is has bestowed an old bottle of Old Fitzgerald Bottle and Bond. So what did I put in it? Bottle and Bond Old Fitzgerald Six Year White Label, and um, which I thought would be fitting for today, being here at Crown Heads. We're missing John, but. Nevertheless, we're here, we're excited, and um, excited about trying the new Las Caveras. And um, 
so anyway, let's get into it. Let's do it. Cheers. Yeah. Let's do this. Get cheers nice out drink. to everyone here at yeah. Crown Ed's. Um, yeah, thanks Wes for letting us Wes take and over Daddy the office. Are, are busy. They're working hard, man. We're sitting right here front desk mode. Um, wish John could be here, but we will catch you, man. Thank you for uh, everyone here for giving us the permission to kind of run in and do this dance. Yeah, the hospitality. Just kind of take over the office and hang out with all the cool oh, pictures and everything in here. God, what old Fitz is that? That's Heaven Hill six year. The old white label. Yes, it is. Thank you. The cinnamon on the yeah. nose. And there might even have been a little old juice in the old bottle, but you man, over here it blending fantastic. some shit. Mm. All right. Well, let's take that fun moment and let's uh, let's light these bad boys, dude. Yeah. I'm really excited about this. So, like I said, uh, all Nicaraguan tobacco, Nicaraguan puro for sure. Uh, 99 Corojo wrapper. Uh, all of it's done by Pepin Garcia, out of my father, Tobacco uh, Garcia. Um, really excited about this. And this is nuts, man, walking in here, dude. I've literally got, there's pictures everywhere of, what's actually really cool about this, we're sitting right here in, in, in I guess, just John's office. Um, and he's got all his, all his daughter's artwork on the wall. And then, like, mixed in there is all the four kicks and crown heads and Las Calaveras. And, you know, this, there's a poster behind me that I've been waiting to take a picture with for about five years now. And it's this, uh, how tall do you think that is? About six feet? No, yeah, uh, a little five foot something. No, five, probably a five by five picture of Johnny Cash on his throne, um, with his with his uh, red rum that drum guitar in his hand. Um, beautiful, beautiful picture, and I've wanted to take a picture with it for years now. Now that I have, so um, I'm excited. Man. Yeah, we'll get a couple pictures. Office and, and the place is great, dude. This is it's really cool because you you walk in. And I, I guess you would kind of halfway expect that you'd walk in and see like offices and then a shipping area, right? You know, like when you see logistics working like a factory, like a, a packaging plant, that's what you think. Now, I'm not saying that's not what's here because that's definitely what's here, but you can feel the vibe here. You can feel crown heads when you're here. <laughs> you can feel it. I'm just serious. Like it's here, man. Like there's hats. Every, there's a crown on a globe, dude. It's it's amazing. Like you know, my tattoos are all over the walls, which makes me feel like I'm home, which is cool. Which is funny, is because you guys, when you look it up, you'll see pictures. We're literally the computer, the mics, uh, the cigars, everything. We're on, uh, overseas it's shipment. just sitting on top of some yeah. shipping boxes. So when DHL picks us up tomorrow, we podcast it here. Yeah. So now you can see our podcast is in Japan. <laughs> Well, that's the way we roll because we, you know, we're nothing scripted. We just make do with what we got and have fun and get her done. But um, so the Las Caveras box is a little different than what we've seen in the past because usually the boxes have been black. But this one is basically, in all intents and purposes, white and gold with the skulls. And then, of course, there's the label in the middle of the box with the, the beautiful blue which I would call a powder blue. And um, anyway, we're into it. We've lit them and we're smoking them. And um, I'm excited Man, I'm about tell the wrapper. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, uh, you know, I, I don't ever jump in right away. Um, this is this is feeling much, I, I'm excited here. I really am. Well, because it was a Las Caveras kind of party today i brought everything i had las caveras in my little goodie box so 
you know, we'll have to see. We just keep going. The only one I'm missing. What was the red label? What year did you say that was? Uh, red label was 19. 19? Yeah. No, uh, yes, 19. No. Yes, 20 is purple, yellow is 21. We got blue, 22, purple, 21, green, 20. So, well, I don't know. Yeah, and um, I had forgot glasses, so we found something uh, where the coffee was, a couple glasses, and we're doing good. Man, so what's already different than this cigar stepping out? Um, and I will try and make sure that we don't dive too nerdy into just straight cigar blend this podcast. But I'm here. It's my. It's next to you know. It's my. It's my favorite, favorite company. You know. I mean, it's just. It is. Um, been a fan of John and everybody since from the get go. Uh, back in original Las Marias days, and even uh, Blood Medicine, uh, Mason Dixon. You know all that jazz, right? Like, I remember asking John. <laughs> probably like two two years ago i think or a year ago <clears throat> i texted him i was like hey do you have like any mason dixon hanging out in the humidor he's like why my guy yeah yeah buy him you know maybe <laughs> no and then uh the german found him remember we smoked him at the legends event yeah <clears throat> he brought some down from uh, sir louis in connecticut or rhode island or wherever they're at well you know i had i had the uh privilege of coming down here i want to say it's been a month and a half maybe two months ago i want to say may probably first week or two of may uh janine and i came down here and just took a day off and came down and uh we called him and he was very inviting we came over and spent an hour here with him and got to sit down and talk with him and and wes and got to meet all the guys in the back and around that day and everybody was just so hospitable and it was just like coming and uh, visiting one of your friends and hanging out for a while and yeah everything was like so chill like it wasn't super busy and if i had i have had an office very similar to this in my basement before and i like it just kind of fit it was easy going because i got pictures i was telling him about my uh johnny cash of course it's not that big but i took an old um picture that I like of Johnny Cash off a of Rolling Stone magazine and uh, drew it on a brown paper bag from a uh, supermarket and um, I put it in an old frame and I've had it down at my bar and a, a few others that I've done. Like yeah, you have, you have a pretty cool Johnny Cash. I had the uh, Folsom Prisons Johnny Cash, remember in my basement? Yeah. <laughs> Before I moved. And, and I uh, think you've even given me another one. I, 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 I gave you a small like print of Johnny Cash, but uh, I, I was told... Uh, by the powers that be that that poster was not hanging in my home so oh <clears throat> it's still there it's uh it's uh in the office yeah. you know on the the concrete wall but it's there but anyway we got along and everything was great and um just had a really nice chill conversation and um everything was fantastic and he zooped us up with a few cigars and a couple hats and um everything's been just great with our relationship and hanging out well, and that's been one so, of the, one of the things about about crown heads is is one thing, especially like on the social media side, like you know it's it's weird for like some businesses kind of alter and they have someone run things for them, and I understand that when you get bigger, or if you suddenly think you're too busy or, or whatever it is. John, what all the guys here, I've seen a lot of these faces online at the show and things like that. Um, 
they're not afraid to do it. Like when Crownheads is running, Crownheads is running. Uh, I believe it's John the whole time. Maybe somebody else is involved too, but they're there. They do it. They reply to messages. You know, um, it, it's it's cool. Like like you said, when you walk in, it doesn't. They're they're slammed right now, and you'd have no well, idea. Short. Well, you know, I, not I only that, if they were, I understand short, that, that, but the the, the, the vibe doesn't change, dude. Like it's, you walk in immediately, it was it was high. You came in the door, like and everyone's been great, man. Like it. That's what I mean. It's just. It's everything that I like. If you're like a little kid and you like run in somewhere and you're like, "Oh, this is my favorite place. I want to do it. I want to do it." This is exactly what I thought it was gonna be. The time you walked in the door, mood hasn't changed since you walked in the door, sat down. Everything is great, you know. Um, and the cigar is phenomenal. You know, the largest thing that's a little surprised me about the cigar is that that wrapper, that Corojo, isn't presenting a huge amount of like onset spice, but it's got more of that. Um, you know, like what hot pepper? How you can get the the um, the film of the pepper it's that kind of spice on your tongue that sits on your tongue a little bit it's not hot there's yeah. nothing like that i'm not saying that but you can feel that it's there well i want to try i you know of course i didn't have any expectations other than it being a great cigar but i don't know i just picked this because i know it's one of mine and your favorite but um you know i'm gonna enjoy the hell out of this but you know it's gonna take i i love smoking like like I told you that I call it the purple label that was 21. 20. The purple was 20? 21. Oh, yeah, that's 21. 21. 21. 21. Okay, 21. anyway, I smoked probably four of those. And then I, the first one I smoked, I was like, eh, I'm not sure. You were pretty high on it. And I was like, eh. And then the second time, and then the third time, and then by the fourth time, I was like, holy crap, I really, really like this cigar. Uh, yeah, I think that, it's just a matter of... Because sometimes we do it with bourbon, like do it without yeah, the bourbon, yeah. like relax a little bit more. And then before you know it, I was just like, holy crap, man, this thing is, I, I really like this cigar. Yeah, 20, 21, I remember when I when I sent John the picture of that one, when I smoked it, I smoked it driving and it, it got me, I was I, hit, I was hitting a couple of counts when I, when I was doing the liquor stuff and it, it caught me quick. Like it just, it something and I, you know, I'm not smoking it right now I'm not going to try and go back and think about what it was I just knew the cigar was good and it caught me quick and it was one of those things like I was you know you're driving right I, I don't we talked about like the golf thing I don't I don't have golf cigars I have cigars that I smoke I smoke them if I'm golfing I smoke them if I'm sitting I smoke them whatever I'm doing right um, but there was something about that Calaveras that just nailed me and I text you right away I was like dude go get them Go get them. I was like, I think this might be the best since it's not better. It wasn't better than seventeen, but it was as good as eighteen. Yeah, that wrapper. I'm getting it now, man. It's a little buttery right on the end, little butter sticky. Ooh. It is so quiet in here. No, it's perfect. It's going to be like, we don't have any lawnmowers or aircraft. Well, or, I was going to say. There's not shooting happening. I road, listened you know, to yeah. our podcast from St. Albans. And um, your your mic was coming across great. Um, better looking than Jordan. Not too bad. Mine, not too bad. But the, the guy we had on the end, he was faintly in and out well, from so time he, to time. And then there is... There is, um, now I got over it really quick, not saying a tunnel effect, 
but there's definitely a lot of air moving in that room. Well, you'll notice. So, like, even even when you walked into the warehouse here, we'll use Crown Heads for example, right? You walk into the warehouse, okay? You walk in, the humidifiers are there, right? You hear them. Like you, if you focus yourself, you can hear them. You'll hear them a little bit. But, for example, being inside St. Albans, this is not a dig on the cigar room at St. Albans, guys, at all. They've got two separate units that run in that room to filtrate air in and smoke out, right? To be in that country club. That's how they do it. They smoke in and out. They're both running constantly, right? Because the issue with that is even if you have an air conditioner, at least the fan is running, right? Because you have to keep circulating the air. You have to. It's got to keep circulating, and it's got to be able to pull out and leave. If you turn either one of those off at any moment in time, smoke will hold and settle. And then that's when you get it seeping out into the restaurant or going out to the locker room and everybody gets all upset, right? So that's that's why that is. But it also didn't help that I kept, when we were doing that, I kept waving to that guy, the, the liquor rep. I was like, come, come, come. And he's like, oh, I'm good. I'm like, then you better start yelling, dude, because I don't think anybody's going to hear you talk at all. That's why I kept playing music and stuff in between when he was, you know, I was being funny, but... The the, uh, the the God damn it, Walter. Those. <laughs> yeah. Did you have a pre-recorded one at one time? And I did. I thought yeah. I heard a pre-recorded one. Well, yeah. uh, Caramati gave me gave me the recorded one. And I kept doing this, and I was, was like, it you just know what? a little like electric thing that's yeah. Like, it's the it's the clip from fucking, Big Lebowski. Fucking yeah. Carl. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Every time, finally, when I got what the hell was going on, you can never forget about the scene. I mean, he just irritates the hell out of him the whole movie, and then the ash thing. Yeah, he's that's got it all cool. over his face. <laughs> yeah, the wind's blowing, and he's like, "God damn it's it, Walter! Perfect. What the fuck?" Yeah, I get it. I get it. God, I love that movie. It's a great one. Uh, keep going. I got a note from uh, my doggy sitters. God. So far. I'm so there's a the shit out of this. So let's talk a little bit about. What are you What are you getting on your tongue, on that cigar? And again, I chose I chose the I chose well, the forty six. Right now, I'm getting the wrapper. Originally, it's I thought it was a little 48, sticky, so buttery kind of like right now because I'm I'm trying to do that. And um, yeah, the the wrappers. Uh, but the but the you know I was, I was thinking about that Corolla right like. You, you you talk about the and so we'll talk we'll talk another my father product right so you have the Pepin Cuban classic that's got the ninety eight Corojo on it that's just a very dense heavy just spice pepper butter on your on your palate right buttery I get that I can see that but at the same time there is spice here but it's not it's not what you traditionally would think is no, the black it just, pepper it's it, the it's on a, your tongue yeah it hangs out um now what is the size this is the forty six. So it's a, uh, it's a, no, no, no. It, I want to say uh, uh, it's a six forty six, maybe, or five and three quarter forty six. I think is the actual size. Maybe I should probably look that up before I say that. I do I believe that's what it looked. is. No, you don't look anything up. Well, I'm with you. Um, it might be a little bit longer than a five. I think it's a six. I think it's six. I have an ash yet, so I think that's six. Yeah. 
So yeah. just a, about an inch longer than a true robusto. This is where you insert the dick jokes, right? Well, I think that's six. Who's just said it was six? Yeah, you know. I don't talk much about sixes. Yeah, no. I hang around those eights, but it's all good. <laughs> See, there's always a time uh, to plug them in. Oh, my God, I haven't had enough bourbon to tell a dick story, but maybe oh, later. Jesus. We'll see. No, I could, you can't do it now because we're not starting over. <laughs> you can't do it now. No, this was uh, another couple. We were down at the farm. We were getting all lit up, and he's always, you know, I've put so many women, send them to the doctor, and they're yeah, having yeah. plenty of problems you know, you know what you I'm do? so big. You know what I'm you just do? so big. Did you ask him to show you? Because that's uh, why I've, I've been like, do it. See it. Come on. Yeah. Well, show me that, I kind of did that. Show me that Widowmaker. Let's I go. Had, what you got? You know, down at the trailer, we've got all the old-fashioned stuff, like the dick stick from the Ozarks. So, you know, measuring stick. Yeah. I'm like, let's get it out there. Let's get a measurement. Anyway, we'll leave it at that. Love it. Love it. Yeah, I'm, I'm uh, this is a... Uh, Every day I'm hustling. You know I know that I just song? saw it, yeah. Every, Every day, day I'm hustling. hustling. Let's just not be two white guys trying to wrap that off right now. Yeah. A little fucking, yeah. you know, well, we, we already did it. Program. It's done. It's over. It's it on. is done. It's, it's over. in the books. Um, I got to tell you, man, I am in love with the... Co- so I did lose. I did think that this year we were going to go orange and black on it. I really did. I thought that's what was coming. Um, what, what would make you think that was coming? I don't coming? know. I just... I, I don't know. I I don't know. I just I think this is a nice choice. It's I nice think it's break. fantastic. I want to see and maybe it's there. I think it would be you know I mean and you know and look, we you got John and, and whoever helps him with his hat designs, dude. The guy makes the best. Do you think somebody helps him or he just No, it's probably 100% he comes up just with him. This. It's probably 100% just him. Cuz he's got such I, a I, that might that family. might be the folder there. I'm not I'm not going to I'm not going to touch it or look at it. But he did do a live, this one right here, and he picked up a folder and he went like this and he went. These are unproduced hat designs. But they're not even out yet. Hey, where was that at the show? No, he did it live. So he does his Instagram oh, lives right here. So, okay, I get you. I get you. Yeah. He sits right here and does his lives and it's and it's cool to see it now, you know? You're, you see the TV and everything in the back, but it's it's unique, man. I. It's great. And this is, I sent this, and he goes, pretty pretty sweet, huh? I'm like, ah, yeah, you know, pretty cool. There it's is tin, a, though. Yeah, this is, um, it's like a, um, I don't know the photographic term for it, but it's a photograph on a plate, and they, um, yeah, it's super cool. Super cool. I like that one in the office over there. Um... What is that, J.D. Howard? J.D. Howard. That, that's pretty good. That's the J.D. Howard, yeah. And then you have the four kicks. Howard again, I think four kicks on the other side. Yeah. Got all that. It, it, the, the cool thing is, like, what we're doing. Well, so I like all of the... So that that's an old, like, the Crown Heads one right there, now from yeah. live from Nashville. That's an old Opry design, right? Yeah. And then the crown heads coming soon to tobacco center your scars. That's an old carnival design. You know what I mean? Like the, the blood medicine poster that is, where is that sitting at? Oh, it's sitting right up over there. We'll go look at when we're done. That's like a, a carnival thing. You know, like when you look at those 50s carnivals, it was like the bearded lady and they'd have the big display 
and then almost like the the facial silhouette of what's there. I actually believe, and I could be wrong, but I thought I may have pulled out on my phone the Wizard of Oz. Yeah. Like when she meets up with the... <clears throat> and we um, talked about it. And I says, look at the side of his, like, wh whatever you would call him, like the medicine guy, or he was mm -hmm. a fortune teller, a traveling gypsy kind of guy. Um, Snake it oil crowns, heads of England or something yeah. like that on it. And how I was able to get a snapshot off the TV that quick, because it wasn't up there. I probably went back, paused it or whatever. But we totally but know you paused it. I showed it him, yeah, because right. there's no way I could have got it that yeah, quick. No way. Anyway, and you're like, yeah, I think that's maybe one of the original things he got it off of or whatever. I was like, oh, well, that's I might. I mean, that's cool. that's something cool. I would maybe maybe we can grab Wes or Thaddeus for a minute and kind he's of right ask there, him. isn't he? No, I think he stepped away. Let oh, me actually. Okay. You know what? I will ask John. I want to throw this up. Yeah. I could have swore I showed him that little traveling wagon when uh, anyway in the Wizard of Oz, which if that is true, that's another very query. Thing that would happen that I would take that picture. Corky? Yeah. Um, yeah. Totally. Totally. But I mean the way the way everything comes together and that, and that's what's really unique too, because the way everything comes together and I am not I'm not I'm not I'm not even gonna hold this, right? Like Mil Dios, right? That holds a special place in our hearts now. I was sitting down with Luciano and smoking through every individual leaf, putting it together and tasting all that. There's been a lot of Vitola and size changes in Mil Dios, right? But I've, I've noticed everyone is kind of dialed into one of the sizes and that Marinitos, that Maduro that we did, that I firmly believe that's one of the best best crown head cigars on the market. I know I know it's with Luciano and Ace Prime, but I think it's, it's one of the best. Well, um, it definitely become uh, much more personal for me and you to spend that time with uh, Luciano when he broke it all down for us. I mean, there's no doubt about that now at this point. And I have smoked uh, probably three times now the E-Series. Am I saying that correctly? Yeah, the Series E. Um, yeah, and um, uh, my recollection, a, a little more earthy. Um, that one, I don't know. I haven't spent a lot of time with it. Well, that, that one was really cool because it's distinctly different from the Crown Head Court. So Crown Head Court was in... in 18 i think it was 18 and 19 maybe maybe 19 and <clears throat> um and then i remember when the siri e got released um i was just john was on a live and i was just talking i was like oh the court is back and he goes it's not the crown it's court this is a siri e it's a really different cigar i was like oh, mm. oh all right cool that cigar has just turned out to be fantastic i really like it and i've got i've got a box of the or i've got a half box i split with uh, scooby drew we bought a box of uh, the Siri E, not the Sublimes. What did we get? Maybe we did get the Sublimes. I think we may have got the Sublimes. I don't know, but I've got them, and they're they're sitting. I smoke them every now and then, and they're just they're. It's a fun. It's a really fun cigar. I enjoy it. It's, and then it's a lot of the artwork, but it's fun inside the box. There isn't that taken off of Van Halen and um, his guitar mm -hmm. on that. I think so. Yeah. yeah, I'm pretty sure I read that, but you know. Well, that's the that's the the hard rock, punk rock, Nashville. These are questions we would ask John, but he can either refute or you know, some of these. Some of these we know. Time to to we can answer some uh, of these podcasts, but. but. <clears throat> 
Yeah, it's actually one of the things that drew me to Crownheads early, and and I was I became a Crownheads fan in, in fifteen. I had smoked my first Mason Dixon, and then I had bought previous fourteen Calaveras, and then I kind of I hooked on that, and then I had the Four Kicks Maduro. And we and we smoked that. You smoked a fifteen with me, but we smoked regularly seventeen. That's my no, but I'm talking about the very first one that Sheldon, the Mason Nixon, yeah. yeah, yeah, we smoked that. I don't think we each had an individual cigar, but we kind of shared that one. Yeah, yeah, we packed we, a little yeah, bit. We, we did. That we was did, crazy. We did group pot that one. That was fun. But uh, um, one of the things that was so unique about it is that I started following him around. You know, so like when when Crownheads does events, it's not a Crownhead cigar event; it's a Crownheads roadshow, right? And you can see right here, these are the same same uh, show boxes or concert. Uh, uh, and I'm sure the actual, I call them concert boxes. Every time you go to a concert, you see the stage crew handling these rollouts. When McGee was doing them, now that Payne's doing them in our area, they've always had them. I have pictures, I have pictures years ago of me sitting on Crownhead stage boxes. Just pictures just doing it, you know. Uh, and that's, I enjoyed that because it was so, so different. But it wasn't that different. Still an event. You're still pulling the cigars out of it, right? You're still setting everything up. But you had you had the the punk or the music feel to it, where you had stickers, right? And, and you could you could cover all your shit. And, like if I pull my well my iPad's right there, there's crowns all over it. But my laptop, you know, my truck, like the stickers. You know, you got that you got that punk feel to it. And for me, you're slapping stickers on everything. And then you roll the kid out, you pull the cigars out, you set everything up, and then you're you're, you're the whole thing is cool, you know. Like you, there's not a a bad crown head rep. There's not, you know. There's not someone that, that they're just they're there. They're doing it. They believe in it. They're they're about it. It's the, the whole like I said, the whole the vibe's not changed from what I thought it was going to be to what I've been smoking for ten years, eight years, seven years. Whatever my math is. Well, it just seems like on, from you know? the start to finish, man, everything's been pretty chill and consistent around here. Uh, and he's been in a different couple locations. And how long has um, Crown Heads been going now from start 13, to where? 13, I think. 13 years. Plus. 13? Yeah. Crown Heads, 13? Start? We shipped our first cigar November 11. November 11. And what was that first cigar? Okay. Four kicks. Maduro? No. Just four kicks. Habano. Habano? Yeah. So first the first Crown has product shipped in November of eleven. Was the Habano four kicks. Right. Dope. And so, so excited. So I'm even I'm even late we? to the party. No, I'm just even late to the party. So what I'm just saying, so excited for me and you because we're like truly um from our uh, I mean, I would say we're probably into our cigar thing probably 13 14 months maybe 15 uh, but i'm not saying we weren't working on them before that but legally I'm just saying, 13 yeah well okay whatever <laughs> yeah but i mean so you know it's exciting to see where somebody else started and how they've you know kind of gone and done their thing and how we're doing our thing and um so yeah it's really really cool man i Totally get it. So, how are you feeling on the cigar? Love and this, it. dude, this the Heaven Hill is just is just fantastic. Um, <clears throat> what's funny is so is, this is original six label or six year white label, right? Yes, the Heaven Hill. Yes. Yeah. 
Now I put it in this bottle just because I thought it, it is probably, in, in all honesty, I would wager to bet you this is the same juice that was in that damn bottle whenever this bottle was released. So that's why I was excited about putting it in that bottle is because that's our bottle and bond. Um, I think they went from a green label to was, the white uh, label. Six yeah, six years bottle and bond, right? Yeah, yeah. Because then they had they had a six year eighty six proof, right? Well, they've always had six year, right? Because then they've had, then they've got the eighty proof, and now they've got a green. Well, they had they, they still have the green label, which is eighty proof too. And right, they have some of those. So there was there was white label six year bottle and bond, but that was always was, been the hundred proof, hundred proof. But then there was green label that was eighty six. Right? Yes, a little different. And six year hundred proof bottle and bond is the bottle we started on, which that is I've this. got two left of. Yes. Right. Okay. And then there's the green label six year, but that's always been eighty. There may be a ninety proof in there. I'm not really sure. I'd have to go back and look in my vault. But um, yeah, and then they decided to discontinue the white label and take it to that beautiful clear bottle to a seven year. Yeah. Do you, are you ever curious if uh, Old Fitz will redo that 12-year bottle and bond? That's really weird because I still have the 12 bottle, the 12-year bottle. Um, I don't know. I don't it's know. That would be an interesting question to with see. With the exception of That's the that, only one they haven't released. Well, that, the exception of this OG bottle, that, and six-year white label, hey. Heaven Hill product bottle and bond is on the decanters. Old Fitzgerald has gone all the way from a six all the way up to a seventeen. Ooh, wait, now. I can't say Heaven Hill bottle and bond because seven years bottle and bond. I got. I'm sorry. I it said is. Old Fitz. Sorry, but I, I said Heaven Hill. But Heaven Hill has other products that say Heaven Hill. I'm talking Old Fitzgerald. Old Fitzgerald. Do you think they the would only bottle that? Well, so six has been a regular bottle. Um, seven, they upgraded that. You've seen that, the clear bottle. Mm -hmm. um, then they have the eight in the decanter, the nine in the decanter. 10, 11, 12 to 16 are in the decanter. Well, 12 isn't. That's well, in 10, 11, 13 to 16. Yeah, they the haven't done the 12. So I'm sure that. <clears throat> I wonder if that's a collector bottle, and that's why it's not in the decanter. Not sure. Just glad I have it. Um, yeah. Oh, so here's what I was gonna say to you. Our our uh, evening with Travis. Mm -hmm. um, now, every time I'm smoking, I'm thinking about how we are going about our technique. To I'm not. So do can that. I be a hundred percent honest? Yeah. So I, I saw him do that with uh, uh, Rob from Boveda. And uh, I thought it was completely ridiculous. Because that was like a moment of special to have him on there. No, Rob's got a pod. Rob's had Rob's had Pete, John, Rob's had everybody on that podcast. He goes to the trade show. Everyone. No, and I know even Boveda now. I'm getting hit with all the Boveda stuff on my phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So but, it's the Boveda podcast with with Rob. Mm, I don't know his last name. Sorry, it's Boveda with Rob. Uh, but I watched it when I knew he was coming into town, and I thought it was completely ridiculous. I thought it was hilarious. That's why I made sure that everybody was around us, and everyone had a cigar to do it. Um, personally, if you're spending that much time with that smoke on your palate, you're going to risk a couple of things. One, inhaling it, okay? Two, drying your palate out. Because p part of moving smoke around in your palate is the movement of your tongue, purging of your cheeks, right? The, the gestation buildup, the saliva in your mouth, right? The moving it through your nostrils, the breathing, 
all of that's involved in tasting on the cigar, right? And there are people that can do that incredibly well and give you dialed in pinpoints on tobacco, right? But you can also just do that fairly to moderately well and enjoy a cigar so much more, right? But pulling that in, blowing your cheeks out, stressing your palate against the smoke to loosely let it go and then suck air back in, right? And meanwhile, this entire time you're not breathing, right? Yeah. One, you run a risk of asphyxiating, right? You might you might get lightheaded, but... But I have to say, one of the cool things that I had a conversation with him, and it all worked out really well with him because I have been unconsciously competent in the way I kind of bring some smoke in and do it some things. And, and you even said this, I always try to close my eyes and try to relax a little bit and, and really take some time with the smoke that's going around in my mouth and whatever. And um, I thought that was nice that he brought that technique up by closing your eyes because that's something that I do unconsciously um, at some point when I'm trying to get, you know, the flavors and everything in a cigar. So that was really kind of cool for me, I thought. I'm not arguing if the experience gave you more insight into what you're smoking, that's great. But the funniest thing about it is if, if every time you're sitting around smoking a cigar, you're taking those 35 seconds to do that. The one thing I would say, and, and I, I'm, I'm going to talk to him about this on the side, but we're going to do another FaceTime with him and kind of talk about it. It's like the amount of pressure you apply on the cigar, right? The amount of the amount of draw and torque you put on it to overheat it and burn the tobaccos faster, right? I feel like holding that smoke or drawing all of it in and pressurizing your mouth, right? Because what do you think happens when you hold your breath and push your cheeks out? Now, I've showed you this trick, right? Yeah. Dead air. <laughs> Right? That's just pressurized saliva. That's all it is. Yeah. Right? So if you're doing that and pushing all that together, how much are you cooking your palate? Right? And then if you're still breathing in through your nose while you're doing it, you can't exactly retro at that point because you put so much air into your mouth, you might choke, right? You might, you might during the retro, you may inhale and, and just that's not happy for anybody, right? I just don't know how well it works. It's goofy and it's fun and it looked hilarious. Like the video is great, but <laughs> I just, I'm not exactly sure how dialed in that is. Right? I I, I think I would more just trust. Well, if I'm asking like you about that a cigar, I've been consciously um, thinking about it because before just unconsciously doing my gig. Um, so anyway, I just thought I'd bring that up because it was interesting um, that I was thinking about it. You know trying to pull the flavors out of this cigar. Uh, <coughs> anyway, that's why I brought it, it was, up. No, it was an amazing conversation and great, great insight. Just I thought that one was funny. That one was a little fun for me. Well, I'll tell you what's exciting about being down here in Nashville with you and then, you know, the family's with us. But um, I always feel like, you know, we're so in tune to St. Louis. We know everything that's, st louis has it's always nice going to another town 
and getting, especially being here, crown heads, obviously that's super Well, exciting. let's talk about this. This has been on the books for two and a half years. Of us wanting to are actually sitting down and saying, hey, let's see if we can make a Wednesday Well, we've, we've planned it twice, and it got canned. Oh, okay. But since the get-go, this oh, was okay. from the first time yeah. we ever started this, one of the first things I said, so I was like, dude, we should try and hook up with crown heads. Let's let's go down, see everyone, and that'd be the first the on the road thing with us. Well, am know? I not mistaken? This isn't this the first time we've been in Nashville together? Together, yeah. So oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I guess my point is, it's like you know when you're a little kid and you go to Disneyland, it's badass exciting. So to get to be here with my partner in Nashville, and and they're very smoker friendly as far as what I say, like you know. Um, the cigar shops that they have here and what they have around Nashville is pretty cool because they've got uh, Smoker's Alley, um, Nashville Cigar, uh, Casa Monte Cristo, and I'm not sure the other one, but I, I go there. I, I want to say it's Estelle's or something like that. Well, you brought me that sticker right there. Yeah. Oh, the Smoker's Alley. Alley. Smoker's Alley. Yeah. yeah. And those guys are are um, very laid back, very chill. And they have different cigars in there, which I'd love for you to go and kind of check out their vibe there. Um, yeah. hey, Wes, uh, is there any Wabash left around? Probably not. Probably not. Does that Grain Grains? Anyway, yeah. So I mean, it's kind of like for me and you, uh, you know, getting to get into town and experience some of these things together is exciting. Um, Louisville. Is a little different. There's not. That's more a bourbon-driven, whiskey-driven town, and um, you know, really. And I haven't explored well, and, it and, to the and, hilt, but match Louisville and Indiana is the only place. No, you where also everybody know, rolls. You have Riverside too. Cigars too, which is well, which is from from the Brown Hotel where I stayed in Louisville. It was three and a half minutes. You go over the bridge. You take a right. You hit a stoplight. You take a right. Parking lot in the corner. Are you talking about in Indiana? Indiana. Well, that's from match. Louisville. No, it's not Match. So there's a different one. Matches. Matches. Twenty some minutes away from Louisville. No, Matches is over the over the bridge. You go over uh, the bridge, make River, a right. Riverside Cigars is Riverside Cigars. Which bridge though? Which bridge? If you're downtown Cluckerville, whatever that Clucker Stadium or whatever it is, you just head back towards Indiana. So you're headed back up north. And you get over the bridge and make a right, and there's this little bitty town, Indiana, and um, and that's where Match is. Oh, it must be. A, and you went there. I didn't go to Match. I went to Riverside Cigars. Okay, I think what your Riverside Cigars and Match may be right there together. Well, I didn't see Match. No, there's Riverside Cigars, and then okay. Well, we need to get that figured yeah, out. Yeah, we got to work that. I, I don't. I think yeah. we're probably talking about the same thing. Uh, maybe. Um, but that's what's now n next to that in Louisville. There's not much cigar smoking you can do, but there is a Cuban restaurant I found. Uh, La, Bo <laughs> I, can't, I can't say it all the time. La, Bodeguita de Cubana. Um, that has Mimi's cigar lounge upstairs. Now I did it backwards. I had a reservation at 7 p.m. I got there at 2 p.m. Went upstairs and smoked all the way to dinner. What you're supposed to do is you get your reservation, you do your dinner. And then you go upstairs. And that's the pictures I sent you. We were sitting in the recliners outside, drinking Cuban coffee. And they had, I mean, they had true Cuban Havana club, um, sipping rum, having cigars. 
Uh, you could bring your own cigars, and it was uh, like $10 for as many as you wanted. They had a humidor downstairs that had, I don't know, some Placencia, um, some Thousand Series Padron, um, I think some Fuente. Fuente or Ashton? It was one of the two. One of the two were in there. But it was cool. You know, so I bought a couple of those and went up, and we smoked them, and we sat there for four hours. Just That's when I left Justin's House of Bourbon. Then we went over there. And, uh, but Louisville is, or sorry, uh, Nashville, just being down here last time I was down here, it, uh, forget the, the amount of cigar lounges or cigar bars, right? Forget that. There are so many locations down here that they've specifically designed areas in which you could, like Tootsie's, right? Have you been to Tootsie's? The leaning purple building with five stories? It's historic Nashville bar. Is it down there in the honky tonk area? Some probably, yeah. It's yeah, like to the what? Yeah. What's so also on the, crazy on the is third you got the floor, front entrance, and, the other back and then you also have yep. a back entrance. On that third floor, when you walk up those stairs, it's actually like those. I think third or fourth floor. It's the storage area for all the beer. They run the beer in and out of there. But there's a bar there with about six seats, and like two tables. That's the smoking area. Oh, yeah. So I sat down there and had a cigar, and then there were you know. 50, 60 people around you smoking, but you can smoke right there, which is really cool. And then you have the rooftop, which you can go up there, feel the building move up there, which is gnarly. But And I've been to another place that's up a, a, a little bit, I guess, east of downtown, uh, Rainbow and Skulls, or Skulls and Rainbows, or something like that, which is a restaurant, and they got some unique stuff going on in there with some cocktails and whatever. I've been through there. We stopped Try to get a- some late night on the street eating which was kind of fun. so so you guys know we drove up from st louis this morning we left at six o'clock this morning and we drove up um i stopped at a gas station to take a little potty break right and this is one of those gas stations that has all the eclectic shit everywhere like there were bar signs and this and that there was this picture it's a hippie van with a skeleton driving a skeleton on top surfing and a skeleton on the back holding the edge of it pulling up to a beach scene with a broken board that says beach closed there's an x over closed and it says open under it right a picture about the size of that tv painted i bought it it's 50 bucks it's really? awesome oh and don't ask me it's where it's that did. big it's in it's in that uh, big. It, no it's 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 is it a poster or is it a it's a painting it's oh this big. the inside of the tv not not the actual ball the screen like oh. the tv yeah Absolutely amazing. Amazing. But then we pulled in, we got to check in early, and it's really funny that the restaurant we're going to is the restaurant, the steakhouse I was trying to tell you about. Oh. That I thought was awesome. Well, I forgot to mention in our Disneyland visit here is the Red Door, or the Red Phone Booth, too, which will be fun and exciting as well to to get, because we've never been there together either. Uh, no, that'll time. be cool. That'll be cool. And then there is uh, a Davinoff, um, which I've been to, which is kind of different too. It's, it's all white, very like iPodish, really upscale, and that's kind of neat too. Well, that's the what do they call it, Sean? Davinoff. And I do Nashville. get a little mixed up too because I've been to Austin and done some of their stuff down there too, and that's different as well. Um, a lot of homeless people in Austin, though. Not anymore, I've heard. Not anymore. Apparently, the uh, governor of Texas, right? 
um, they they built up subsidized housing and uh, job outlets and, and food food homes and things like that. Apparently, the homeless situation in Austin has gone from insane to nil. Oh, like there's always there's like there's always gonna, it's it's sad it's unfortunate I'm, I'm you know I'm not going to spend too much time on that but it sucks. Uh, I'm still I'm still the what a lot of people call me a dumbass for. If uh, if I drive past you and I hit the stoplight and uh, you're asking for money, I'm I'm gonna give you money. I'm I'm sorry, I just do it. Um, come to find out, actually, I think I told you um, two three weeks ago, Mama and I were driving down Clarkson, and there was this family out there, and they had signs that were like uh, police officer, someone. Uh, forgive me for not knowing the name. I don't know if it's real. They may have stole it. I don't know passed away family all this and that and i reached into my little change thing i got there because you know we got all the change dropped it in there mom looked at me and she went it's a scam and i was like you're crazy dude three hours later on the wildwood uh community group all six of them were arrested because they didn't have permits and it was a scam yep and i was like oh had it out in Utah too. Damn it! <laughs> they they were there. A bunch of them had been doing it in Utah, and then a news crew or whatever got wind of it or whatever and started following these people home to their homes, and they would uh, be coming out of their garage later that evening in their BMWs and hitting the town and whatever. It was crazy. I just I don't know. It's crazy. It just it just screws everything up in my opinion. People that take advantage of the system it drives me crazy. Yeah, if you want to call it a system or whatever we're dealing with, I, I mean it's a system. I mean it's a system, but do it's systems a side work? Hustle. Everybody's doing, you know. Yeah. Well, know. not everybody, but you know what I'm talking about. What is uh, what is this guy here? We, we oh, about so that. this is uh, the. Wes, yeah. sir, would you help me pronounce this? The uh, Oz, Ozinger? Osgener. 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 This is an original CAO guy, right? It is. Yeah. So I'm going to loosely fix this from what I know. Um, we'll dial in a little bit. Uh, Osgender, this gentleman was originally part of CAO, I think, back when John was with CAO. Um, he was one of the blenders there. He's been out of the industry for a little while. He jumped back in, is blending again, and Crownheads is involved, at least as far as I know, in distribution. I'm going to leave it there. I don't know entirely too much more than that. Right. Um, and I'm going to stop bothering these boys. They're busy. But, yeah. So it's, right. a, it's an old name in tobacco, man. I mean, if you go if you go back to John, Pete, all of those. says Oz family. Yeah. Oz uh, go back to, you know, John, Pete, uh, Mickey, Peg, all those times during CAO. So you're going 20-some 20, 20 years ago, you know. Um, but that'll be fun to get into. Damn. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> How you feeling like Calaveras, man? I really like it. I really like it. Um, yeah. And I'm probably, I still got about three, three and a half, four inches. I smoke a little faster than Yeah, you do. But, um, yeah. And so the other thing, too, is is Travis was telling us, like, the retrohale, be careful with that, don't do too much of it, blah, 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 no more than one, one tour time. Um 
that was interesting. And then, did he or did he not say that he pulls the uh, wrapper off immediately before he even starts smoking a cigar? Because the label? The label, the cigar label, because he doesn't want that label or anything to influence him, which I think was... Well, so that's kind of a backwards statement, because if you pick the cigar up with the label on it... You're already... Uh, it's done. You already kind of know what it is, right? right? So... Yeah, I guess I see what you're saying, yeah. Here's a, here's a, a funny question from Scooby Drew for the podcast. Uh, why does his cigar taste like tobacco? Who's... Oh... <laughs> <laughs> because after he did, he's like, okay, so what taste are you getting after you let the air in and up on your upper side of your mouth, what are you tasting? And Scooby Drew said, tobacco. Yeah, 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 yeah. He was being really funny. So this is a fun one I think we do on uh, Big Daddy. Brian said that uh, what makes you decide to make a cigar a limited release versus full production? This one is cool. I, I've got an idea on this. Um, I want you to kind of come at this from the consumer side too and, and forget a little bit off that. But um, I think sometimes that you find, you find something that can be done with a limited crop ratio, right? And you, you, get, you get so excited about it and you know that you can do something with it, but it may be hard to replicate, right? So you, do you take the chance. Mass produce. I mean, if you're looking at well, if you mass produce, it, you have to replicate it, right? You have to do it over and over and over to mass produce it, right? If you look at it and you're like, okay, how many can I get, right? Because there's got to be a number. There's got to be a number. Hell yeah. So if you can only make 500 cigars, maybe that won't work. Or 5,000. Right? But if you can make 1,500 in five packs, or if you can make 5,000 <coughs> in limited boxes of 10. You can spread that LE out, right? You can get it out, right? And we're using small numbers. I, I know bigger companies can play with all that. And Crownheads included. They 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 do LEs that are, are much larger than that that stay that way. You don't, you know, you. Can, I, I tell everyone else all the time. They they joke. They, a lot of people will joke about how there. It's like, well, I can still see some twenties laying around. I'm like, yeah, we'll go find nineteen. You can't go find 18, 17, 16, 15, But you can't. You can't do it. Go find uh, Las Marias. You can't, right? Go find some uh, uh, Grange drumsticks. You can't, right? You can't go find these things. Um, but I think that's what it comes into. You know, and I think a lot of pe a lot of blenders or a lot of companies, if you can get that limited moment, you want to move it, you know. <laughs> but then also comes the other side where you have a limited moment, and then you find out that it can be replicated over and over. Then you make it regular production. I do think that happens. You've seen that happen with multiple places, multiple companies. You know, but sometimes there is that limited thing. There is that one-off. There's that one time you run it and it becomes gold in a couple of years. You know, people will literally trade anything for it. Yeah, I know what you're saying. Anyway, yeah, I'm digging this damn cigar right off the bat. I'm not going to need four or five times, but it's really pretty dang, dang good. Um, being non-technical. Um, but yeah, I'm down to about two inches right now, and I'm really getting a lot of the spiciness. 
Um, now, of course, we're we're smoking this with that white label six, but um, some spiciness in this that I really really like. I I I'm really enjoying the type of spice on the cigar. It it it's hugging your tongue. I mean, it's. I think but I think butter is actually the best way to say because you know you know when you have like butter on toast and you bite it and you can feel the butter melt across your tongue. Like I talk about with uh, the Le- the Le the Bellicosos, that rock candy kind of spice to it where it pops around your tongue. Thoroughly enjoy that. This is a a fuller finish on the body with butter and spice and it, it's leather oaked. I, I I'm I'm. This will, this one's gonna get the arm. So, the other bottle I brought, and we haven't had this in a long time. And I went down there and was just kind of looking around. And I, um, there's so many new bottles I see. And you know what's really happening in St. Louis? This um, dirt cheap, 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 dirt cheap, cheap, fun, fun. Yeah, yeah. They their liquor. Um, around town their liquor stores are are really very well packed with a really nice balance of a lot of great bourbons and uh, they have the templeton rye and this one i particularly picked up in um uh kansas city and they have the four-year and there's a six-year and i actually chose this over the six-year which templeton. i think we've had it templeton rye yes the the new six-year templeton is very good uh me and uh the mad russian drank that on the beach in uh isla Morada. but this one was a cast finish um in a oroso sherry cast finish oloroso oloroso yeah and a limited release and I grabbed this, and this is something that we had maybe, it, it could have been as much as four years ago. We, you and I have had that at some point, right? I don't think so. I think this is the only time I'd ever seen it, and it was along with that. No, that same bottle. I'm saying you and I Oh, we've had, had it that before. Bottle, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, obviously. Cause well, because I full. think, I think when the Russian pulled that bottle out, he asked if I had it. Like, oh, yeah, I've had that. But it wasn't, it no. wasn't the sherry stuff. No, so that's going to be our next pour, and we'll have pictures, obviously of all this um, up on the site. But that's gonna be our next little pour here. And, uh, but, um, there you go. Thank you, buddy. Anyway, um, I just, I remember this as being pretty damn fantastic. So however I chose it doesn't really uh, matter that much, but uh, I just thought that might be something a little different i always every time i pour that on the bottle and i try it you know how you do wine you twist it and twist it i always have a little dribble come down the side of the bottle i try to get it in my hands and rub the rub some heat in it and then cup it with my nose and mouth and um, well, we'll do a little drink to this and see what we think yeah let's let's do our little cheers on that yeah. And to be sipping out of crown heads glasses dude oh, this, is a, this is world renowned man i, I can't oh. tell you enough Mm. You know, I can't, I don't think any one of us can sit here and tell you where Craft Imperial will go one day, but I will tell you that if I can model and if I can, if I can. 92 proof. Because right can, off the bat, I was like, wow, that's just. A it's much calmer. Yeah. It's, 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 
sweeter with no retro effect. And I did stop in Paducah for a potty break on the way down. That's why you stopped so much. And uh, well, I caught you. We did one to get the. Uh, I, I always stop. Get the petrol. We get right out of St. Louis, and of course, Janine hadn't filled up the the, the car, yeah. so we always stop there. And I grab another coffee, and then we're on our way. But Baduka, I pulled over. We did take a potty break, and um, the only thing I saw that was interesting is uh, Elijah Craig. I want to say it was probably around 118 proof private barrel. Like you got barrel proof. So it was a barrel pick? It was a private barrel select. Was that a barrel pick? No, it just said private barrel select. Oh, and I've never heard. It was never... about $120, right? A barrel proof right now is about 100 bucks. Yeah. It was 100 They had about two or three of them. And I was like, hmm, let me read up on that and think about it. Maybe I catch it on the way back or whatever. They had a couple. And then there's another liquor store, Paducah. That stop in Paducah. Usually those guys have some stuff, but you better be ready to shell out some money. I actually saw one from um, Willet that was, the bottle was so crazy, but it was like three or $400. And I didn't really have the time to uh, look at it or whatever, but that was like on my last trip down here. But no, man, this has really got a nice uh, nose on it. And because I, I was in all hopes of us being able to, because there was no assurances that we'd be able to do this, but I brought some of my other Las Caveras. I think the only one I'm missing is the red label. Yeah, you're missing 20, I believe. Um, so we had a question about the inspiration behind Las Calaveras, and I did I did shoot a text to John, but I know he's doing family and yeah, he's probably lot, like but, why that? Um, I I do know loosely that the the homage to Las Calaveras comes from a painting of a Dia de Dia de Muerte, the uh, Day of the Dead, Spanish Mexican holiday. There was a painting by an individual of a calavera a woman dancing in full in full facial skeletal paint um i do know that that's where the original homage or idea came from in calaveras um and using las calaveras uh the name still pays homage and the painting always uh if you notice the skulls never change the artwork inside the skull never changes with the diamond forehead uh the chin teeth painting around the eyes never changes the colors inside and outside of the skull do change um so there that's that's that I, I do know that's where that came from but um begin you have you kind of have to give it up to john and the team at crown heads and and how they do their i mean it's, it's marketing it, it is marketing because you do market the scar you do do things like that but the way it all comes together and the following that is developed behind it you know um yeah, man. I'm just excited to be here. This is awesome. Well. This is awesome. I'm a little jelly. A little, uh, little jelly. You've been here twice. I'll have to come back next week. <laughs> well, listen, Nashville. I mean, I mean, Janine have been here every year for a while now. And um, it's amazing. I told Janine maybe two years ago when we were here, the amount of scaffolding and cranes 
you know, I'm talking 30, 50 story cranes and the building and the growth that's happening here in Nashville is just you know, crazy. Mom said something about that when we were sitting at the, uh, we were staying at the, the Hyatt, right? And we're at the, the pool bar there. And she goes, do you know how Nashville is growing and St. Louis isn't? I was like, what do you mean? She's well, like, I will say this. Well, look at all the cranes. I've seen a lot of cranes in St. Louis lately. And, um, oh, hey, how are you? Um, but I think uh, Nashville is in a big growth right now. Not, you got your honky tonk downtown the whole natural country scene well, broadway going. is like the the draw right yeah, yeah but then there's all these districts that are developing around downtown like you have what they call it the gulp and um there's one that we went to on a street down south that they're trying to create kind of a a florida kind of ocean vibe on this one street which i found very weird okay but anyway i think there are these districts that they are developing where people um is a little bit for everybody you know because you got listen anybody you talk to going to nashville it's for a bachelor party or a bachelorette gig they're going down here dude we're gonna we're gonna go we're gonna go they're gonna have a lot of fun we're gonna meet the girls in about a half hour and we're gonna see more bachelorettes in bachelor parties than we've seen in the past 10 years right like it's just gonna happen even up there by uh smokers alley that's kind of a new little district that's kind of starting up there and they've got little oh me and janine walked from there to a little food court and um i think we ubered up there that day but which was really pretty cool and we stopped at a food court and they got a couple nice liquor stores up there that were interesting um so let me let me plug this in. So, uh, John, again, I want to thank you for the time. Just I, I know I know this this sickness hitting you the way that just sucks, man. And and we're bummed about it too. But thank you for answering this. So the what based again with what I said on Calaveras, his this is so much a better answer, I think. And I think it really falls on to the idea of Dia de Muerte and uh, the Spanish holiday, the Day of the Dead, and what it's meant for. Pay homage to and celebrate the lives of those that passed on the prior year. That is John Huber's inspiration for Las Calaveras. Yeah, because... And we have have talked about this. Um, I want everyone to pay attention to your Calaveras labels. On the Calaveras Calaveras label, you'll see two emblems on each left and the right side. And inside those are initials. And each year, the Calaveras is paying homage to individuals that passed in that year. Yeah, I think a big one last year was Kobe Bryant. I haven't heard who's on the new label, um, but right. There's probably, what, four initials that are on each Las Caveras label paying that tribute to some um, celebrity or somebody that was important in the years past that had passed away. But I have no idea what's on this one. Um, I see them, but don't know. They're there. That that. So I don't normally look anything up, but this one I'm going to. And I'm not sure that they have them up yet. I kind of looked before I came down here. I didn't see it, but um, maybe there I is think... something up. Actually, what came up to me was last year's, which I know was Kobe Bryant and a couple others. Um, yeah, I think that they released some. I know, I know John does. Um The, no, they're not there. So I'll, I'll find them. I, I'm sure I can ask him. Um, yeah, but on a future podcast, 
when they release that, we'll get it out and let you know what those are. Um, and we didn't really even talk about that until I think last year when we. Well, yeah, when we were at um, uh, the old Budweiser spot when we went down there at the tavern. Right. I was going to say Millstream. It's not Millstream. Dry Dock. We were at Dry Dock. Yep. Yeah. Man, this is all, this cigar, guys. I am so excited for all of you to smoke it. Um, I will tell you, uh, Lit Cigar Lounge, our OG sponsor. All the thanks to them. You will be able to pick this up uh, this weekend. You'll be able to pick it up. Uh, we did mass surplus samplers this year, um, so samplers more will be more readily available to you. Um, I can't wait for everyone to smoke this. Uh, I, I I'm gonna smoke another one tonight. Probably two more of these today. I think we both will. We'll smoke about because I wanna I wanna. I say we break open that sampler pack ah, and try some of those. You dude. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Try some of that. And I, I've even talked to you about man. I I wish I would have been game on on this and been collecting more of the sampler packs and put together uh, a like a variety box of all the Las Caveras. Um. Anyway, yeah, excited. But yeah, it's I'm, gonna be I'm, a good uh, day. It is. It's gonna be great. And this has been a lot of fun. Uh, for the Patreon, we're gonna take a quick break. I want you guys to hear this ad from Miguel at FFK Stands. Um, guys, join the Patreon. It's Craft Imperial or Patreon.com/slash/CraftImperial. Three dollars a month. August first, we are starting a month-long FFK giveaway. So skull stands, punches, ashtrays. He's got a big package that's arriving at the house on Friday. So we got a lot of stuff to give. So do that. We'll come back. We'll kind of wrap into what we're doing. And by wrap up, we got we got more time, guys. I'm not saying that. But we'll be right back. Listen to uh, Miguel here. We'll check you out in a second. Yeah. Hey, guys. FFK here. Make sure to tune into every episode of Crafting Boodle. And don't forget that as listeners, you guys receive a 15% discount on the entire order when you shop at my store. Promo code craft boodle 15 once again craft boodle 15 make sure you follow me at instagram at ffk underscore stands so you can receive that discount and once again thanks for listening and thanks for enjoying the podcast and all right guys we're back <laughs> <laughs> i was like yeah, no, ah, sure. yeah we are back uh, so for the Patreon, we are going to light another cigar and kind of walk around uh, the warehouse here and show some stuff off just so you guys can see that. Um, again, Craft Bureau, or patreon.com slash Craft Bureau. Uh, jump on that, help it. The $3, all it does is allow us to purchase the stuff that we're uh, giving back at the Patreon. So all the cigars that we give, like the Reaper box is going to give out, all that comes from, from the Patreon. So it's all paid back to you, I promise. Um, but man, I gotta tell you, this twenty-two man, this is the next skull. It's gonna go right up in here. And where are you having that done at? Uh, Iron Louis? Iron Age tattoo. Yeah, Iron right. Age will put it in there. These two were done at Hart and Huntington in Vegas. These were done at the same time. But I right, keep going. I gotta a a bit. Yeah. Well, listen. We're finishing up on this, um, the Templeton, which is pretty dang smooth, really freaking nice. Um, and the vibe here at the warehouse is so chill because guess what? There's hardly anybody here. 
it's just me and Mark and you know uh, Jonathan able us to come down here and kind of do our thing and chill out and um, and smoke the new Las Caveras and it's fantastic man it's just such a good vibe and it's a good start to our day Mark and I don't get a chance to um, do some of these cities especially over the last couple of years because we had a lot of high hopes about traveling and doing some things but because of COVID um, it just kept us sidelined a little bit um, but even saying that we've we've got our asses down to uh, Key West um, and we've been you know, he's been in Chicago I've been down here and done some stuff we're trying to expand our horizons a little bit out of st louis although that is our love and our hub and um, we're trying to build our name and our brand out there in st louis and continue that for sure we love everybody in st louis and their support and whatever for the craft imperial line but man what a big day for me and him to be here together even though i was able to come down here and spend some time with john i want to say i, I want to say it was around the first of may and i think that's probably correct um but what a cool a cool deal to do this and uh thank you john for enabling us even though you couldn't be here to be hospitable enough to let us come down here and hang out and have a facility to do our podcast so that's fantastic because that's one of the cool things about our podcast is we do it i mean we, we've done restaurants we've done golf courses we've done uh which is great my good friend um zick um, to go out to his nursery, uh, Zix Great Outdoors, and do one out there, and been able to come down here and do this together with my partner has been fantastic. So, and here to see all the cool things that he has here in his office and the things that have inspired him that he has around on his walls and have been given to him is really damn cool for sure. Because I know I I do the same damn thing, which is kind of kind of crazy as well because like the last time I was down in um, uh, Key West I met up with these crazy guys who have the Lost Boys Lost Boy Creations and get to meet them they do a little concert series in their place they create beautiful wood products and they have their own kind of brand that they're starting with their Lost Boy hats and t-shirts um, which I'm wearing today too. So I'll give a shoot you guys out a picture of them and they were very hospital. I bought a beautiful piece of artwork, uh, down there, uh, an old ship. Uh, you haven't got a chance to see it yet, but I bought this old wood panel, uh, ship that I'm, I'm just hoping to put in my bar at some point and just put, have a you, few... have you seen my, my pirate ships, my paintings? No, huh? no. Oh, uh, mom's got them in her office. No, I'll show them to you. They were a, a, they were actually an and the, the artist is actually a, a you you would probably know him when you see it. Uh, my buddy Barry that passed away when it, when he passed, um, he had let he had left those to me. So it's it's three pieces. It's a um, an assumed pirate armada circa fourteen thirty eight. So it's it's pretty cool. It's Spanish fleets with with with. Pirates originally didn't fly Jolly Rogers, a red flag of no quarter given, a red flag on these ships. It's nice. actually pretty cool. Yeah. I didn't know you got that though. I told you that. It's pretty sweet though. I haven't even showed you my pirate thing that I got from the uh, the Lost Boys. Um, and I, I, the reason I kind of did that is because I've you been know, down I'm a little mad at you. It's the first time you did bring back a hat. 
What do you mean didn't bring me a hat? You didn't I, bring me back a hat. I have hats. You didn't bring me a hat, though. Well, what? Okay, well... Did you always bring me a hat? You always bring me a hat. You didn't bring me the hat. <laughs> you didn't bring, well, yeah, we'll see. Fucking hat. You didn't bring me the hat. No, it's good. It's cool. Do we don't have to give all the hats out in one day, do we? I mean, I've got some... Been on two weeks. Uh, I may still have some hats from uh, Red Rocks still that I haven't mm. done. I mean, oh, I'm sorry. Did you bring mm. me a hat from Moab for me or Chicago or where else you been? Well, one, I don't buy a hat in, in Chicago. We're not Cubs fans. There are no hats in the Cayman Islands. I don't know. And uh, if you want a Moab hat, these, one, uh, these hats are from... Actually, the, the, the cool thing about his hats is from everywhere he's been like the virgin islands and the conch republic the flag and america this one only has conch huh? uh conch and virgin islands and then i've got another one that has the usa flag the conch and the virgin island which is pretty damn what's cool. the other one you got because you got another one you got three i got a gray one yeah. oh, that's cool. and there's probably the one that i told him out of looking at 60 of his hats the one I really liked is an old logo that they're bringing back, and he's supposed to be contacted me when these are ready because it's a little different logo with a, a skull on it, which is pretty cool. Yeah, I, so, I need yeah. it in my life. We should hook with those. We should hook up with those boys, and uh, I told we'll, we'll be we'll be back in Key West. That's, that's down. That's a, we want to do a podcast there that's with a them. Given, so, and they're pretty cool dudes. So anyway, yeah. Well, this one is down to a pinch for me so i'm about ready to release on this yeah i think i'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna light another one up right away i think i'm going to I'm gonna go back to back on them and then finish our time here yeah yeah and we'll wrap up here about 10 minutes hello patreon again we're gonna walk you through um just kind of get you a glimpse in the warehouse man i mean it's nothing you haven't seen if, if you if you follow ground heads uh, again, that's something I want to show off. It's like John and the, and the crew here, like all of Crown Heads, is not they're not afraid to show their 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 stuff, man. And it's it's this is this is great for me. I mean, this is you know I've I I've, in the professional status at the show, I've met John a couple of times, and I was really excited to sit down with him today. Can't help the COVID thing, man. Like, you know, of course we hope he recovers full on, but it's not just him. A bunch of the crew were kind of ate up with it. So hopefully everybody, you know, climbs up and is just fine. You know, we don't want anything bad to happen. But still to be sitting here, and this is what I wanted to do. I've said this from the first time um, I saw videos and everything. I wanted to sit in front of this Johnny Cash sign, and I wanted to have a picture. That's all I wanted to do. Um, and I love it. I do. No, you got to go 18, dude. You got to go 18 or 17, dude. So 17 is Pepin. So the same black label. Uh, oh, yeah, that one. Uh, yeah. Yeah, these are these are absolutely fantastic. Yeah, I might see That's you smoke that being a bit though. Yeah, yeah. I'd probably over there later. <laughs> well, if you need something, Dad's got my number. I got it. Thank you, Thank so you much. brother. Thank Man, you. Price you over there. All right, brother. Yeah. As he walks out and hits the heat. Yeah. It's a lovely uh ninety seven real fill of one eleven here in Nashville. 
<laughs> so, you know, party on, Garth. Hey, here's another thing that we were watching the news, and I, I watch the news a lot, weather a lot. Never knew that they check the temperature in the shade, not the sun. Well, because in order to get real temperature, you have to do it. I think you have to do it in the shade because in the sun, you have reflective heat from asphalt, glass, concrete, etc. right? You know, like if, if you if it's 111, like real, and you step on the concrete, you burn the bottom of your feet. You know what yeah. I mean? But I never knew that. I'd never heard anybody say that on air that they check the temperatures from the shade, not the heat, which is pretty crazy. I, I'd never known that, which I thought was really interesting. Yeah, that's wild. It's very wild. So, uh, I'm finishing my 22 Las Calaveras, and uh, everyone. If you've met me personally, I think you know how I feel about crown heads. If you've learned anything in this episode, you know how I feel about crown heads. Uh, crown heads has been a huge inspiration in what we do as Craft and Puro. Um, and I'm not afraid to say this. I think there are three companies that have literally been the inspiration into our blends, and that's got it before probably. Asylum Premium Nicaraguan, Euroa, Padron, and Rosario's Tatuaje, and Crown Heads have been everything that any time we're testing on blends there's a little bit of some of that involved in everything we're doing um and it's it's a true honor and privilege and as a fanboy i'm geeking out sitting in here man this is a lot of fun for me you know every, everybody's got their guy you know they got their company or you have that actor you want to meet or that house you want everyone wants to go to elvis's house right or you want to go to Trump Tower, or you want to go to play this golf course, or you want to go to the Hollywood sign. Well, I always wanted to see Hef, but that's a hard ticket to get yeah, into. Yeah, you can go to his gravestone. Well, no, I'm talking about, yeah. you know, I want to get into the grotto and yeah, hang yeah. out. I don't think you and I, all that uh, together, have the money uh, for that shit. Um, but we're just not in that social space. You know, it's, it's a bummer John couldn't be here, but trust me, communication is not halted at all. This is my Hollywood sign, man. This has been amazing, amazing. And I can't thank Wes and Thaddeus enough, the, the two guys that are here. Uh, Wes just loves He's going out to Smoker's Abbey here in Nashville. Um, man, just walking us around, setting us up, doing yeah. the whole thing. Not a care in the world, man. It's like it was, it was business as usual and just two guys are running their mouths. This has been amazing. And I'm putting that crown on my head and getting a picture before we leave. There's no way it's not fucking happening. Huh. He might hate me, but I'll make sure I put it back on there right. But it's happening, yeah. for sure. Unless I read it and it says something special, then I'm not touching it. But if it's just like a Hollywood, like a Google crown, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do it anyway. But Well, yeah, we'll take a few pics. Yeah. Okay. Walk around. I'm doing it, dude. I'm smoking another one. I'm not waiting. I can't. All right, man. It's mine. I own it. I yeah. Shit. All right. <laughs> but yeah guys i i'm, I'm telling you everyone I, I can't i cannot wait for you to smoke this um this literally this episode is going to come out uh it'll be friday the 22nd um we even got the travis that morning uh no that it was delayed um it's going up it'll launch tonight auto uh, it should auto release at 7 p.m tonight should should uh, 
That, that's the funny thing about podcasting, guys. I want you to know this too. This will be a little fun for everybody. So, because I was expecting once you, to you watch hit, it, uh, listen to it on the way down. Right. Once you hit a certain level, and hear me out, guys. We have about twenty five hundred listeners. Okay. That's our average kind of listening skew over a month divided by the four podcasts in a month. To that point, when we upload a podcast, it goes into a queue. And then we get an estimated upload point. So that's why you'll see that we'll have a podcast go up. And you may have listened to it or you may have seen it pop up if you're subscribed to it across any of the platforms. It pops up and then you see the social media posts a day later or this and that. Because once I get a confirmation it's posted, then I post the media. Because it would kind of be asked backwards to post the images or or show what's on the podcast. And then for some reason, the queue or the the delay of uploading happens, you know, 48 hours later, right? The connection's not there for the, the actual media against, or the social media, uh, the visual against the audio. So that's that's that area, but. But yeah, I, I, I can't say enough. Um, this uh, this has been beautiful. Um, it's crown heads, man. I mean, if you're if you're part of the Patreon, you're gonna get a really cool inside look. Um, Crazy Cuban, Scooby Drew, Big Daddy, Scorting German, Mad Russian, Frenchman from the North, uh, better looking Jordan. All you guys will get a video of this. I will share this with you. But you're going to see everything that is crowned heads, man. And I, I can't say enough about this. Uh, I'm really excited. I wish if I weren't such a good person, I would steal some of this artwork off the wall. But then he never talked to me again. There'd be a whole thing. But I'm, I'm, I'm excited about this, man. Um, again, I think we, ha we have to thank John uh, for allowing us to be in the space uh, literally, when I say that we are six feet from his desk, we're six feet from his desk. Right on. You know? So, Haji, why don't you come in? Let's let's do a little last cheers off. Uh, we'll hit Stone Tribe. They got a new album coming out soon. They're actually going to be traveling. We'll have uh, Stone Tribe in St. Louis for yeah, the uh, Hodge Murray birthday soon. Dates. So, um, Hodge Murray birthday, January. Wow. Yeah, Stone Tribe Live. It's going to be great. So why don't you say a few words, and then we'll get the Patreon going. We'll start walking around. Yeah. Well, um, again, I think in just recapping and doing a little summary on what I was saying earlier is, you know, Nashville has kind of become a really cool place, uh, especially smoker-friendly to guys like me and Mark who really love getting out and meeting different uh, cigar clubs or lounges or whatever. And then obviously, you know, Crown Heads being here as well. And I have visited the, I, I want to say it's Green something distillery where they have Bell Green Briar. Green Briar. And no, uh, no, no. It, That's a country club. Well, it's uh, Nelson Green. Well, now that's a new one that's been brought out. And now we've been told that Bell Mead, once it's off the shelves, is only going to be sold. Yeah, it's Nelson Greenbrier. Nelson's yeah. Greenbrier. <clears throat> Sorry, is... Greenbrier is a country club in St. Louis. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. But the distillery, which is like literally across the street from where we're staying, um, 
they sell Bellmead, and I think they've just added. Is it the Nelson Brothers or Nelson Brothers? Yeah, yeah. Now Bellmead, which is... we had out at uh, St. St. Albans, and I I thought it was not too bad. Now the other thing too is is the last time I was down here, I wanted to make a run down to um, um, okay. Uh, the bourbon that I love that I'm trying to get a hold of a hundred hundred proof better. Um, the their distillery is probably an hour south of here. Who are you talking about? Um, that we God, I can't I can't pull it up for shit right now. Um, you know the 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 guy the girl who who is the president or owner. Um, oh, Melby. No, 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 no. Um, oh, Uncle Nearest. Uncle Nearest. I called down there, and they had nothing available. Because I told Janine, that's one of the things I wanted to do, is to get down there and get some of those higher-proof bourbons. And they had nothing available. I may call and see, and I may spend some time in the morning. If they do, I'll make that jaunt down there, but we'll check on that. But... I think they have a few other in the high proof area, like maybe a family reserve or something available. Didn't you get one that somebody brought you back? It wasn't Uncle just their hundred proof. The private reserve. It's one. We had some of that, and then it, that bottle disappeared really quick. Uh, shout out to Val and Terry McElroy. Um, they brought that bottle back, which was really cool. Um, that was a. I don't even distillery think that's the select. That no, distillery select is what that bottle was, and it was one. It was one something. It was, it was heavier proof than the. What was it? Nineteen twenty? Is that the Uncle Nearest? Well, no, there no, was a hundred proof sorry. that Stanley's had that yeah. was gifted to them, and I. <laughs> and Lavar gave it to him. And yeah. Barry's like, oh, you just about drank all of it. Oh uh, yeah, because it's fantastic, man. And um, so, hoping to score some more of that down here. But anyway listen to recap and us be um finishing yep. up this show just couldn't be happier to be here with my brother and, and partner in crime with craft and puro to be here um man we're going to take some pictures and we're going to get them up on the site and uh, whenever mark says it'll be released it'll be fantastic yeah this podcast we're going to spend the next 15 minutes uh goo guys around here and taking some snaps and finishing this up and we're going to get on some, with our day get some stickers some hats we're going to get some stuff worked out, and then uh, we're going to head on. So the Patreon, you're going to get a cool video from here. Um, again, uh, I'm going to sign out, and then I'm going to let the Berman Cowboy go. But uh, Mr. Huber, John, thank you so much for letting us in here, letting us set up here. It is a bummer you weren't here, but we hope you come back to great health because you cannot stop doing what you're doing. I mean that. Um, yeah, and if he ever comes to St. Louis... To Pepin and blending this cigar and John, your taste profile, hat is off to all you. This, yeah. this, this is the new skull that will grace my arm in the next thirty to forty days. Um, for whatever that's worth, I'll be the guy that maintains the Calavera skulls going up his arm. Um, I'll put the worst one I think in my armpit. I think it'd be really funny, but we'll do it. Um, so from the from the Viking, mahalo guys. Thank you so much, Patreon. Get ready for this video. You're going to get a deep inside look at everything going on here at Crown Head. So, patreon.com slash Craft Bureau. 
Uh, you guys are going to hear from Stone Tribe on our way out. But, uh, Cowboy, how about you sign us out, my man? Yeah, listen, for all you guys, as always, man, thanks for listening. And, you know, man, stay with us and giddy up till next week. See you then. You're listening to Stone Tribe on the Craft and Puro podcast. Download our brand new song, Island Time, and help us raise money for United Cerebral Palsy. 25% of our profits go to help families pay for desperately needed medical equipment and procedures. Connect with Stone Tribe at stonetribemusic.com for music and the latest Stone Tribe merch.